0: need to put five years of grind into anything without making a quarter right don't even start sometimes it takes that long to get over the hump a lot of people want checks but bosses cut checks (laughs) Step two. <laughs> you're listening to the wrestling takeover what is your name with your host jordan turner who's always gonna keep it real come on king inside and outside the ring let me make myself clear he's got the band behind him king it's time to take over king are you ready he's all fired up now king take over let's go, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. what's going on everybody I'm back once again with another podcast episode right here on the Wrestling Takeover Podcast, the number one podcast when it comes to creativity and honesty. I am your host, Jordan Turner, and this is Thursday, March 9th, 2023. I've been gone for a bit, had some things going on, but I'm back, and I will be giving you guys two podcasts today. Not one, but two. Right now, you guys are going to be listening to the news portion of the wrestling takeover podcast. And then later tonight, that great interview that I have up coming for the casual conversations. I love that series. It's so good. So good. But we have a brand new episode of the casual conversations and I will be joined by Kyle, a good friend of mine, man within the apron podcast. So that's what you guys can look forward to later tonight. We are just going to shoot the shit casually talk about many topics in the world of professional wrestling and it's going to be a good episode uh by the way happy birthday to kyle happy birthday to kyle uh today is his birthday so i just wanted to kind of let you guys know what's going on there so casual conversation will be dropping later today on the wrestling take podcast um if you guys did not check out my brand new article uh from DiscussPW.com, be sure to check it out it was published uh yesterday um and it The article was pertaining to Roman Reigns. It was pertaining to Roman Reigns and it was pertaining to, why are people so in arm about him losing the championship right away? That was my computer. I apologize. But why are people so you know, they're obsessed with it. They want Roman Reigns to drop the championship. I said, hold your horses. Slow down. He might actually retain the title. So, I kind of explained why um, it won't actually be a bad thing. Why he Uh, retains the championship at WrestleMania. We don't know anything could happen, Uh, but I just wrote that article giving you guys my perspective uh, from a different point of view. So check that out on discusspw.com. Social media, you guys know what to do. Uh, Twitter at JT Takeover. Um, I know I'm not really getting a lot of it on there, but it's all good. If you guys have a Twitter, if you guys want to follow me, JT Takeover, and then on Instagram. That's kind of where everything's going at right now. Uh, Instagram at the wrestling takeover, uh, shout out to the family over there. I love you guys. Thank you for the continued love and support. Um, I spread love to everybody. People that spread love to me, I spread love to you back. So, um, for everybody out there on Instagram that is continuing to follow me in my journey, God bless y'all. So, um, yeah, let's get into it, man. Wrestling news today. We got a lot of it. Got a lot. You see, I take notes with this shit too. So... I it up all the news every week, and we got a bit of it today. So we are actually going to start from the top and work our way down to the last article. So we're going to be talking about a WWE star, right? The report that reads from Give Me Sport reads that WWE star who will miss out on WrestleMania being, quote, saved for a match with Roman Reigns. If you guys are new to the podcast and you're just finding the wrestling takeover, first and foremost, thank you. Second of all, um, I bring nothing but honesty, truth, and creativity, and passion. That's what you guys will be getting each and every week. 365 days a year. I love what I do. And I'm very good at what I do. Um, So if you love someone... That breaks down now those, those categories. The and takeover is the podcast that you guys should be listening to. And I'm your man. All right. So I just wanted to point that out for new listeners out there that are just finding the podcast. But this report comes from Give Me Sport. Uh, Triple H is, quote, saving a WWE superstar for an unexpected match with Roman Reigns. It has been claimed. Uh, Lou is danger. Louis is danger, man. I think Louis Danger is good. He's all right. He kind of dances around topics and stuff like that. I know he has a job to do. He reports a lot of things, just like a lot of people in the community. Um, You know, they're reporting the news. And then me as a podcaster, I give you guys the news, right? I read the reports just like everybody else. But I give you guys my honest opinions. I give you guys my honest thoughts on, you know, everything that I read, see, and hear. In the wrestling community. I don't sugarcoat anything. So you guys um you know should respect that. You know what I mean? You should respect a fan that is brutally honest and a fan that is just, you know, coming from a different perspective. But let's get to the article. So Solo Sequoia is being quote saved by WWE, uh, Chief Content Officer Triple H for a match with Roman Reigns, it has been claimed, while solo Uh, looks to miss out on a WrestleMania, but that doesn't mean that the game doesn't have big plans for him. Yeah, we don't even know if Triple H is still going to be in charge by then, but we'll see. Let's hope that's the case. In fact, the Wrestling Observer is reporting that a match between Solo and Roman Reigns is definitely something WWE is building towards. On SmackDown last week, Solo pinned Sami Zayn, something that caught many fans off guard. Continuing his trend of having big matches on TV, Solo then face Kevin Owens on Raw uh, this past week uh, with the match going to a double countout. The reason WWE is putting Solo into these big match situations is not having him lose, is that he's being saved for a match with Roman Reigns. The Wrestling Observer is reporting via Russell Talk Quote, they're saving Solo for Roman whenever that day comes, but with Sammy versus Solo, Samoan Spike, and he pins him. The feeling within WWE is that he could end up being a future main eventer, which is a testament to the work he's put in since his call-up from NXT in September of 2022. Oh, by the way, guys, for new listeners out there, I pitch a lot of ideas. I'm going to stroke my ego a little bit here just for a couple minutes. I pitch a lot of ideas. I think I pitch more ideas than anybody in the wrestling community. I'm I'm real good at it, too. I'm really good at it. I can do long-term booking. I can do short-term booking. I could do the booking now. I'm pretty good at it. I know there's a lot of people that are really good at it. I'm not saying I'm the only one, because that's not true. But I'm one of the best ones in the community. No question. I pitched on Twitter. And I've seen this report as well. And I tweeted that out in like a response type of way. Let's do Solo versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. You know, if the plan is for Roman to drop the championships, woo, 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 let's make that happen. Okay, Roman drops the championships at WrestleMania. Someone's gonna have to take over the bloodline because Roman Reigns is gonna go on a break. He couldn't believe that he lost at WrestleMania. He needs a mental and physical break, more mental than physical. So he takes that break. Solo is now in charge of the bloodline. We see how he runs the bloodline. Roman Reigns doesn't like that. He doesn't want anybody to take over his reign. So he's jealous. He comes back and he goes after Solo. The family gets torn apart or they do a better job than what Roman Reigns did. Everybody gets their fair share within the family. Hopefully, Naomi Trinity Fatu comes back. And we can implement her into the bloodline as well. And she could be the female Roman Reigns in that group. The tribal queen, I would say, in that faction. But continuing on Solo, you have Solo come in. You know, he takes charge. You feel me? Roman don't like that shit. Roman don't like that shit. It's either Roman or nobody. He feeds the family. Nobody else feeds the family. Remember, Jay Uso wanted to feed the family. Jey Uso was like, why can't I do it? He can't do it. I have to do it. Now Roman lost. So who has to feed the family? Someone's got to step up. Solo steps up. Roman don't like that. He comes back. We get those two at SummerSlam. There you go. Triple H, Paul Levesque, Road Dog. You guys know I come up with good ideas. So don't cap. Don't cap. All right. Let's do Solo Sequoia, Roman Reigns, SummerSlam. That's a marquee fucking match right there. It's a marquee match. So let's do it. So I think that'd be pretty good. Um, Yeah. So let's move on to the next report. I'm going to move it along here. Cody Rhodes says he wasn't interested in bringing up Dusty Rhodes with Roman Reigns. This report is coming from Fightful, the article person, was Jeremy Lambert. So the article reads, Since returning to WWE at WrestleMania 38, Cody Rhodes has been in storylines with the top superstars like Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. In both storylines, Cody's father, Dusty Rhodes, has been mentioned throughout the promos, as Dusty is not only a, leg- a legendary figure in the industry, but he helped shape and mold Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns during their time in NXT. Even in lesser feuds, or on non one matches, Dusty Rhodes' name has been used in promos trying to get under the skin of Cody Rhodes. (sighs) Yeah, I'll give you guys my opinion on that after I read this article. Speaking with Kevin Kellum of Wrestling Bing, uh, Cody was asked about involving Dusty's name in promos. This is what Cody Rhodes had to say. This is interesting. He said, quote, can't avoid it those nights when I make it clear that I'm not going to talk about Dusty at all in the night that only the guy that talks about Dusty just recently with Roman Reigns. I wasn't really interested in the idea of we're going to convert on my father, but he has had a very unique relationship and a very unique relationship with my father. Uh he's the one that took it up there and brought that up. I'm always hip and keen on the amount of emotion that happens with me on television. Everything everyone has been watching since I came up at the Royal Rumble is real. In an industry where there is a suspicion of disbelief in areas of gray, this is the one and this is the most one when it's real and everything that has been brought up trying to win a championship that my father never got. I wrote an article about that, by the way. I think it's funny. Um, Check it out. Um, DiscussPW.com. Fort is with the 70s. It's a real get As it gets better, coming back from a very real injury, trying to make it back and get it to the Royal Rumble, surviving Gunther until I was able to eliminate him. We're going to get Gunther and Cody real soon, too. I'll talk about that just briefly in a bit. Um, I'll have the responsibility, but I also have discreet and burden to the character that I play is myself. That's what makes the finish the story sound even better. It's a real story, Cody said. All right, let let's talk, Let me mention Gunther real quick. I believe, I firmly believe, I don't give a fuck about anybody else that you mentioned. We got money in the bank and we got the king of the ring. The money in the bank winner, I'm going with LA Knight. I'm going with LA Knight. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. Now the king of the ring? Come on, man. Come on. It's Gunther or Bust. It's Gunther or Bust. You follow me? Gunther versus Cody Rhodes SummerSlam for the WWE Championship. Or the WWE Undisputed Championship. Cody Rhodes and Gunther had a tremendous performance at the Royal Rumble. That shit was lit. You feel me? Let's build that back up. And let's put Gunther with Cody Rhodes at SummerSlam. I think that'd be pretty cool. So I wanted to mention that. Secondly, listen, man. um, I'm always honest with you guys. I give you the cold, hard facts from my point of view. My opinions might be different than others, and that's fine. But I'm always going to give you the honest truth on how I'm feeling. Cody Rhodes needs to focus on Cody Rhodes. The story is Cody Rhodes. Not Dusty to an extent. He wants to win the title that his father never could. That's the story. For Dusty. But for Cody, you got fired by WWE. You went and created a new wrestling promotion. You do great there. I knew you weren't going to be there for that much longer either. You had unfinished business, like he said. He has unfinished business in WWE. He wants to write his own story. All right, he comes in. He does great. He wants to win the world championship. He wants to win the championship that his father never could. Ladies and gentlemen, that is not the Universal Championship. That's the WWE Championship. Who has the WWE Championship? The head of the table, Roman Reigns. All signs point to Cody Rhodes beating Roman Reigns. I wouldn't mind if Roman Reigns retains the title. I'm just saying. Um, But the story... It's for Cody to win a championship that his father never could. And that is the WWE Championship. Listen, man. I need Cody Rhodes to focus on Cody. I need the story to be on Cody Rhodes. Why you came back. What's your point? Even though he says why he came back does involve Dusty. It does. And I understand that. I'm aware of that. But why did you really come back? You. As an individual, you, as Cody Rhodes, you, as the American Nightmare, why did you come back? I know you came back because of your father. You want to win a title that your father never did. You have unfinished business in WWE. You you were wrongly fired by WWE. You want to make a point that you firing me all those years ago was a grave mistake for you guys. It wasn't a grave mistake for me. Because I made myself into the, one of the biggest superstars on the fucking planet. In the game right now. Let's see Cody Rhodes and Roman. Let's see that thing built up. We'll see what happens on Friday. Speaking of Friday. Uh-oh. This might be a problem here. So, SmackDown. SmackDown... It's been really, really good, really fun, very exciting. Smackdown, though, the ratings. This is interesting. I've seen this report by Ringside News. I know people don't like Ringside News. Listen, man, they put out the most news that I that I be seeing sometimes. So, you know, it is what it is. But Ringside News is reporting that WWE could lose a television rights deal with Fox. Should be interesting. WWE makes a ton of money and they are always boasting new financial milestones. A lot that the revenue comes from television deals, but it seems that might change if things progress as expected. The company has a stealer deal with Fox, but talks are set to start in the middle of 2024 that could bring a big change for WWE strategy. The domestic television rights for WWE are due for renewal this year uh, with broadcasters set to take effort from September 2024. This has promoted Vince McMahon's return to the company, board of directors, in effort to explore the possibility of selling the company to a distribution partner who could potentially cover the cost of expenses, sports media rights. However, Comcast, one of the most likely buyers has shown no interest in purchasing WWE, which has been complicated matters. That being said, the Mutual Media juggernaut also denied claims that they are in the running. Now, a new development has come to light that could further complicate negotiations. It has been reported that if Fox were to renew its contract for WWE SmackDown, it would not be a higher rate than its current 205 million per year. The information came to light from a Wills Fargo Strategies analyst presentation with Forbes Sports Money editor Mike Olson uh, tweeted out a screenshot from the presentation. Quote, Wells Fargo Securities think Fox is not likely to renew Friday Night Smackdown at higher price as possible. We could see Smackdown split between Fox in an airline and a streamer and the entire night move off likely across the Fox airwaves. There are a lot of direction options um, in the opening in terms of streaming home for SmackDown. Uh, this still wouldn't have a choice for real real estate or network exposure like Fox. Obviously, this is just speculation at this time, but it is important to note that this type of thing as we approach another key time frame for WWE. Uh, it's worth noting that during negotiations with Fox in 2018, Robert Morch the chairman of Fox Corporation reportedly played on the McMahon's family industry, including starting uh, Comcast. NBC Universal was, quote, embarrassed by WWE's product. <laughs> embarrassed? That's interesting. So they were embarrassed. CBS, Comcast, Universal was embarrassed by the WWE product. Of course you were embarrassed because the product was fucking dog shit when Vince was in charge. Paula Vex in charge has been way better. Is there mistakes that still happen? Of course. Of course there's still stuff that's going on right now that I can't stand. But it's minuscule. It's a little bit. WWE, when uh, Vince McMahon was in charge... Unbearable to watch. Couldn't do it. Some glimpse here and there, but for the most part, trash. I'm just giving you my personal opinion. Please don't take that to heart. So, reportedly added to the deal would refer the marriage of Morsco and the McMahons, rebel outsiders who had built media empires. Yeah, I heard a report about uh, NBC Universal. Uh, not really being fans of the WWE product. Like, at all. They don't give a fuck about it. I heard that a while ago. Um, We gotta watch out for that in the coming months. Uh, or this entire year. Going into 2024. Even though we just started in 2023. Crazy. Um, Listen. WWE's need to get on their high horse, man. It's not just... Oh, they're WWE. Woo, woo, woo. No. You got to put out great television. Great TV. And Vince McMahon comes back on creative. It's going to be a dark day in hell in WWE. I'll tell you that right now. We'll see what happens. Let's move on. This report right here that I'm looking at uh, really pissed me off. Really pissed me off for, for two reasons. For two reasons. Um, number one, WWE rejected an idea for women's intercontinental title. This report's coming from Ringside News. Um, let me read the report. And then I'll give you guys my opinion and why I'm really upset. WWE's had had a lot of plans in the pipeline and the superstars are also free to pitch their own ideas. That being said, sometimes things just don't pan out the way that everyone would prefer. Dana Brooke was the last 24-7 champion before she lost the title to Nikki Cross. The title was now divided, uh, but that wasn't always the plan if you ask Brooke. While speaking to FIFO, Dana Brooke admitted that they were um, a lot of unanswered ideas for the WWE 24-7 title. She also wanted to transition the title into something that might have been more importance, a women's intercontinental title. All right, I'll explain why I'm mad in a bit. She said, quote, I had a lot of ideas and a lot of passion things I wanted to do and be serious with. I wanted to actually maybe transition it to a women's intercontinental title because I feel like that's something that would motivate women to keep going and have something else to fight for. That is correct. That is a great reason, Dana Brooke. I love that. The 24-7 title was trans uh, by Nikki Cross after she won the belt. She actually missed the garbage clam but at this point, whatever. Okay. Uh, whatever. The, review, the article's done. It is what it is. So, let's get to my problems. <laughs> Number one. Let's talk about the title, the idea of the title being introduced. Why the fuck would you introduce that championship when you have the women's tag team titles? What have I been saying? You get rid of the women's tag team titles and you you introduce a women's intercontinental championship, a mid-card title for the women's division. I've been saying that... For years. I'm the only one that has been mentioning that for years. Nobody's mentioned it. Nobody in the community at all. I'm going to get to my point because that's where my point's going. But I want to add this you're struggling with the women's tag team titles, the presentation of the women's tag team titles. Nobody gives a fuck about those damn championships. You have them on NXT, no one cares. You have them on the main roster as well, nobody cares. Nobody cares. You have no direction, you have no teams. You don't have a a stable division. And now you want to bring in an intercontinental title. You serious? Are you serious right now? You're already struggling to put women on TV. I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. I don't say shit, by the way, I don't say shit just to say things. I don't. I don't. Listen, here's the facts. I don't give a fuck if you're a fan of the women's tag team titles. That's fine. That's you. Me, I couldn't give a rat's ass about those titles. You know why? Because you have no teams. That means you don't have no teams, you don't have no division. You have no real teams. So how the fuck can you have an actual division? I'm speaking facts. Tell me when I'm telling lies. Tell me when I'm telling lies. Dana Brooke. I don't know what goes on behind it. I don't know. Maybe she has pitched this. Maybe she has pitched this before me. But listen, I was the only person in the community pitching for an Intercontinental Championship. For the women's division, you substitute the tag team titles, and you add that intercontinental title. Have that float between Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown, and you're all good. WWE rejected the idea. Why did you reject that idea? Why? Because you have the women's tag team titles. That's why you actually would have more women get more opportunities at the IC title instead of the tag team titles. Get rid of the women's tag team championships. I'm telling you that again. I will keep uttering it until you have actual plans for those titles And you're not putting women together for the sake of putting women together. And you're not just bringing people back for the sake of bringing people back to be like, okay, guys, now we have a women's division. No, you don't. You don't have any real teams. Tell me when I'm telling lies. Do my idea or do Dana Brooks' idea, whatever. Bring in that title. Get rid of the women's tag team titles. And have that be your secondary championship. If you're not challenging for the, for the women's uh, championships, you got that IC title. And have that IC title float between Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Include NXT in there. It will solve all your problems. And I will say it again. Tell me when I'm telling lies. I'm going to move on. I can't believe they... They rejected that idea. I I can't believe they rejected that idea. That does not make any sense to me. That clearly was from the Triple H era, I believe. Right. I don't know why he would reject that. Whatever. Speaking of Pop H, speaking of Triple H, I love Triple H. Love him. He's so good. And what I'm about to read here is the reason why I like him a lot. Love him. Give me sport. WWE WrestleMania 40 XL, Triple H already has stacked plans for next year's show. Hold your horses, Triple H. Hold your horses. We don't even know if you're going to be in charge by then. I hope so. I hope you're still in charge by then. I hope so. Relax. Let's let's pump the brakes a bit. But uh, this is what Give Me Sport has to say. Triple H has already had plans lined up for WrestleMania 40, It has been claimed. Love it. Thinking long term booking. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to think long term. You could think short term and you can think of now. But you need to think long term here. And I'm going to think long term when I pitch some stuff. Follow me here. And Russell Volts is told Give Me Sport in an exclusive interview that due to next year's show being the 40th anniversary of WrestleMania. Triple H has some big plans in store. Next year WWE set to head to Philadelphia for WrestleMania 40, the 40th anniversary event in its history. While we have this year's WrestleMania to get through, fans should be excited about the news that planning is already underway for next year's show. Give Me Sport has been told that by Russell Votes, who is very reliable. Russell Votes I take very seriously. in uh, an exclusive interview that given it's 40th WrestleMania event, Triple H has plans to, quote, pack the event full of big names and matches. Next year, they're going to pack out the house and stack it um, because of the anniversary. It means something to Triple H. This is interesting, okay? So during the interview, Russell Votes also explained that two major names who both rejected appearing at WrestleMania 39 could end up uh, working next year's show. That's The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin, and that's exactly what I see here. Russell votes told give me sport that quote the door is open for both Rock and Steve Austin to appear at next year's show potentially even wrestling. Both men rejected WrestleMania matches this year with The Rock saying no to a match with Roman Reigns and Stone Cold Steve Austin turning down bouts for both against Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. However, with Triple H being in control of WWE creator for a while uh for a whole year before WrestleMania 40, he'll have an ample time to lay out his plans for Stone Cold and The Rock, should they agree to appear. Of course, it's unclear, or rather, or not, WWE will be able to bring in both men, but it seems like Triple H may have his sights on securing both men for the big show in 13 months. Okay, interesting. Shout out to Triple H once again, man. Long-term booking. I like that. like that a lot. Check this out. You got to think ahead. You have to. You have to think ahead around SummerSlam. This whole year, who's going to be my champions? What feuds am I going to have? What am I going to build towards WrestleMania 40? I'm going to go out on a limb right now. This is just me fantasy booking. I have no notes here. This is just coming from the top of my head. As everything usually is, except for you know the news. Because I obviously have to read the news. I don't have it in my head, of course. But everything else is from the top of the head. So I'm creative. Stay on my level. The Rock and Roman Reigns. It was supposed to happen at WrestleMania 39. It's not happening. It's all good. It's all good. The Rock. I think, listen, I don't know how people are going to take this. It is what it is. You got to start The Rock and Roman Reigns feud. Stat. If that's the plan. Let's start it at WrestleMania 39. Let's start it in the main event. Now, I'm only going off of if Roman Reigns is going to lose. Again, this was me. Uh, I mean, it's, it's kind of hard. I'm not going to outright just say Cody is going to win. I don't know, man. Why are you going to stop something that's not really broken right now? Why are you going to stop a reign that's been just dominant so far? I don't know. It's very debatable. That's all I'll say. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns can lose to Cody Rhodes because of the Rock. Rock interferes in some Way, shape, or form. Roman loses. And then that's where we get that feud with Rock and Roman Reigns. Or Roman Reigns retains the championship. He pisses everybody off. And then we have The Rock come out. Not on satellite. None of that shit. This dude actually comes out. Crowd goes crazy. LA gonna go crazy with it. You feel me? The Rock comes out. He just stares down Roman Reigns, and then that's how you end WrestleMania 39, night two. Boom. There you go. And then we have something where you can make up the match. You bring up, you know, the effects of, oh, why this didn't happen, why this didn't happen, whatever, whatever you want to do. You make it official. Like that night on Monday Night Raw, you make it official. Roman Reigns versus The Rock at WrestleMania 40. You announce it. We see the graphic, everything. Boom. Boom. Just like they did with John Cena and The Rock. And you make it for a whole year. That's what I thought they were going to do originally. Building up to WrestleMania 39. But they didn't do that because The Rock had plans and had other things to do. But you do it here. Rock versus Roman Reigns. That is the main event for WrestleMania 40. We know that in advance. So now we're good. Other matches that I would love to see at WrestleMania 40. And this is... You guys are probably thinking like, Jordan, what the fuck are you talking about, man? That's too far ahead. That's too far. And you are right. That is far as hell. That's far. I like far. I like taking chances. I like having fun with it. So we got Rock versus Roman Reigns, WrestleMania 40. That will likely be in the main event. Cody Rhodes. Will he be champion leading into WrestleMania 40? I don't think so. I don't think so. I would have Cody Rhodes go one-on-one with Randy Orton at WrestleMania 40. That's another match I would love to see happen at WrestleMania 40. I think that would be great. So we got Roman Reigns versus The Rock. We got Cody Rhodes versus Randy Orton. I don't need to explain Randy Orton and Cody Rhodes. You guys know they have history. Gunther. Gunther. Who should Gunther face at WrestleMania 40? I'm doing Brock Lesnar versus Gunther at WrestleMania 40. Now, if I'm doing Gunther versus Cody Rhodes at SummerSlam, Cody Rhodes is probably going to lose, right? Probably going to lose. Gunther won King of the Ring. You know, later that year, he earns a shot at SummerSlam. He pins Cody Rhodes. And we get Gunther versus Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship. That's what I would do. So we got Gunther, Brock Lesnar. We got Cody Rhodes and... Randy Orton. We got Roman Reigns in The Rock. John Cena versus Edge. One more time. This is Edge's retirement. One more time. Edge versus John Cena. I would love that. I think that would be fantastic. So that's something that I would love to see. Another match I would love to see. I'm just spitballing here at this point. If this person does come into the WWE... I am predicting that this man is coming in. I think Jay White will come in. I think he will come in the Raw after WrestleMania. If it doesn't happen, all right, oh well. No sweat off my back. I'm not going to care. I'm going to be very happy if he does come in. I would love to see the Bullet Club storyline be implemented here. And it involves AJ Styles. Not Finn Balor. It involves AJ Styles. And Jay White at WrestleMania. So that would be something I would love to see. John Cena versus Edge, Cody Rhodes versus um, Randy Orton, Gunther versus Brock Lesnar. What about the women? Bianca Belair versus Charlotte Flair. That's all I'm going to say. Charlotte Flair versus Bianca Belair at WrestleMania 40. I know for a fact that is going to happen. That is definitely going to happen. The other women, I don't know. I I really don't. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um. actually I, this is why I'm so creative I fucking love the ability to just come up with ideas on a on a whim I love it let's do Rhea Ripley versus Becky Lynch at Wrestlemania and let's do that for um, because Rhea's going to be on Smackdown by then Um, let's do it for the Smackdown women's title I'm having Rhea hold that title all the way to Wrestlemania 40 my personal opinion if Bianca Belair can do it so can Rhea Ripley. I don't want to hear that shit. No, cap, I don't want to hear it. Bianca Belair can do it. So can Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley versus Becky Lynch for the SmackDown Women's title. Bianca Belair versus Charlotte Flair for the Raw Women's title. Let's do it. Let's book it. Those are your two Women's Championship matches at WrestleMania. Don't want to hear it. A little undercard match for the women I'd love to see is Asuka versus Io Shirai. I think that would be really good. That'd be great. But yes, those are some of the matches that I'm immediately thinking of for a WrestleMania 40 so far. Let me know what you guys think. Let's move it along here. Let's move it along. We're going to talk about something interesting that actually made me smile from ear to ear. I know Roger Gary tweeted something out that this probably is not going to happen, but hey, I'm going to talk about this report anyways, because like I said, this made me smile from ear to ear. Again, I apologize. That is my computer. Um, I get fucking emails, you know, even when I'm recording. So I apologize. WWE is in talks with state gambling legislators to legalize betting on script match results. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love this. So, this is interesting. CNBC. Um, they published this article. Alex Sherman is the guy that wrote this article. WWE's had discussions with state gambling regulations in Colorado, Michigan to legalize betting on scripted match results, sources said. WWE is working with EY, uh, commonly known as Eastern and Young, to secure match results so they won't leak to the public. WWE creative exclusive or executives excuse me, don't plan to inform wrestlers who will win until hours before the match. Uh, WWE aims to have major sports betting companies offer bets on high-profile matches. WWE is in talks with state gambling regulators in Colorado and Michigan to legalize betting on high-profile matches according to people familiar with the matter. WWE is working with the accounting firm EY to secure scripted match results in hopes it will convince uh, regulars there's no chance of uh, the results leaking to the public, uh, people said who also acts to be named because of the discussions are private. According to firms PWC and EY, also known as Eastern Young, have historically worked with award shows, including the Academy Awards Emmy, to keep results a secret. Betting on the Academy Awards is is already legal and available through some sport betting applications, including the market leaders, FanDuel, DraftKings, although most states don't allow it. WWE exclusives, have cited, or executives, excuse me, have excited Oscars betting as a template to convince regular gambling on scripted matches is safe, the people said. Still, uh, with the Academy Award voting, results are known by a select few people because they're announced publicly. Uh, they are scripted uh, by writers. Even if regulators are allowed, gambling betting companies would have to decide if they're willing to place odds on WWE matches, even if it's legalized. Those discussions have yet to occur at betting firms, according to people familiar with the matter. Uh, there's more stuff here, and I'm not reading all that shit. Listen. I'm fine with this. I'm fine with this. Betting on a WWE match? Listen. I have stuff in, in the, um, the Instagram community on the Wrestling Takeover uh, a to the K show does a lot of uh, their, you know, kind of voting shit in every time. Shout out to A to the K though. Go show love to the boys over there from UK. Um, they do their stuff all the time and I do it because I interact with them all the time. I love being a part of stuff like that within the community because it feels like I'm a part of something. And I feel like my voice is being heard and, you know, I'm being well respected in the community. When I tell you that I'm very high, I just won the um, AEW quiz stuff when it comes to predictions, I won that shit. I've won a lot of those with AEW and WWE. So if you give me a fan who is smart to the game and creative betting, listen, addiction is a drug. If you legalize this, Let me tell you something, man. That shit going to be crazy. That shit going to be crazy. But it's just a rumor right now. We don't know if it's official. Once we get word of it, it's official. I don't know, man. That shit going to be crazy. That shit going to be crazy. A lot of us are going to be wanting to do that. And it's going to be a drug. It's going to be addicted. Uh, Because betting on a WWE and betting on a wrestling match. I mean, come on, man. Think about it. We already fucking not only fantasy book. You know, but we predict a lot of things that we see on TV, on AEW TV, on WWE TV, and when they happen, you're looking at yourself like, "Oh, okay. Well, I kind of knew that wasn't happen." So imagine us betting on a match, an outcome. Come on, man. So I'd love that. I think that'd be really good. Uh, but we'll see what happens with it. Let's get to the last article of today. Uh, I appreciate everybody joining me once again on the wrestling Takeover podcast, the number one podcast when it comes to creativity and honesty, that will forever be the motto because that is a fact, not an opinion, but fact, um, always show love to the podcast wherever you can Apple podcast, Spotify, Google play, wherever you get your podcast, follow me on social media, Twitter at JT takeover and Instagram at the wrestling takeover. I appreciate y'all. I love you guys. Um, let's get to this embarrassing fucking article here. Not the people that wrote it, but just the, the comment that Soraya made. I, the fuck is she talking about here? No, you don't need this, but I will report it anyways and give you guys my opinion. Soraya says adding women's tag team titles, AW women's tag team titles would be the perfect way to celebrate women's day. Shout out to Women's Month. A lot of you queens out there. Love you guys. If I have any women's fans out there, I love you guys. You guys are queens. All right. So I love each and every one of you guys. All the women's wrestlers. Love you guys. You guys uh, entertain me on every week. 365 days a year. I respect y'all. But... Soraya has lost her damn mind. Yo... AEW Women's Tag Team Titles. Soraya continues to push for the introduction of Women's Tag Team Titles. It kind of feels like she's the only one doing it. Uh, There's a reason for that. I don't know if anybody else is doing it, but if Soraya is the only one pushing it, baby girl, no, we don't need this. On March 8th, AEW's official Twitter account tweeted that the company was proud to celebrate International Women's Day. Uh, the tweet included a picture of many of the women who work for A.W., including AEW's champion uh, Jamie Hayter, Britt Baker, referee Aubrey Edwards, and many more. Uh, Saraya retweeted the post and stated that the perfect way to celebrate uh, would be to bring in a women's tag team title. No. I'm not even reading the rest of the report. No. No. You don't need to bring in. I will end it with this. You don't need to end it. Uh, or not ended, but you don't need to bring in a women's tag team title. Soraya, come on. Yeah. AEW is already fucking up with their women's division. With this, there's no storylines, there's no character development, and you want to bring in a women's tag team title. You don't even have teams. You have no teams. I'm trying to stay calm. I'm trying to uhsa right now. You don't need to bring in women's tag team titles. You don't have no teams. How the fuck are you going to bring in a tag team title when you have no teams? Also, where is Jade Cargill? Where's Where's Jade? I love Jade. Where's baby girl at? Where's she at? Her title reign has been awful. They're not using her. She's an attraction. I understand. But... Yo, I know she was on, on AEW, so I guess she's going to be defending the title soon. Uh, in Canada, I guess, next week. Should be pretty interesting. Whoever is in Canada, Canada-based, can face Jay Cargill. I don't know who's in Canada. I don't know. We'll see. But listen, uh, you don't need to do this. You need to focus on your women's division. Tony Khan. If you bring in a women's tag team titles, Tony Khan, I swear to God. I swear to God, going off. Do not bring those titles in. You don't need to bring them in. You know you don't need to bring them in. Focus on your women's division first. Reestablishing a TBS championship. Reestablishing the women's division, get storylines, get characters, and get a great and a great depth in the women's division. Focus on those things. And then if you want to introduce those titles, which I wouldn't even introduce those titles at all. Absolutely not. You don't need them. What the fuck? You don't need those titles. Period. And that's how I feel about it. It's my honest thoughts about it. I'm already bitching about the AEW Women's Tag Team titles and they aren't even introduced yet. I will still continue until they fix it. I will still you continue to bitch about the Women's Tag Team titles on WWE. You don't need them. You don't even have teams. It is what it is. Case point, closed, And that's all I got for you guys today. Right here on the Wrestling Tech Podcast. Thank you for the continued love and support. I love you guys. And remember to stay tuned for later today for the casual conversation with Kyle, the host of the apron podcast, apron bump podcast, excuse me. And until next time, I'll see y'all later. And y'all have a good rest of your day. Casual conversation. Drop it later tonight.